This is episode 20 of the Inner Game of Aging podcast. Welcome to the Inner Game of Aging podcast, helping you to discover how to be older without growing old. And here's your host, turning this whole idea of aging upside down, Lee Mowat. Welcome to the Inner Game of Aging podcast. This is episode number 20. I want to apologize for how late this release is. It's almost a week late. But I've been traveling through Florida and I wanted to pay attention to those activities. I'm doing this podcast while I'm still traveling, so you probably hear a difference in audio quality. I apologize for that, but hey, better late than never, better with bad equipment than not at all. While traveling in Florida, I found myself smack dab in the middle of the villages. What is the villages? The villages is the largest gated over 55 community in the world with over 150,000 residents. All of this in an area that's a little bit bigger than Manhattan itself. Now, the villages has a reputation for generating some rather strange stories that you normally wouldn't associate with a retirement community. The villages made it into the Guinness Book of World Record, for example, for the longest golf cart parade by lining up over 3,300 golf carts. It has the highest consumption of draft beer in the state of Florida. And it has a thriving black market for Viagra. And strangely enough, as I have learned... The children that you see there are given temporary visas to help ensure that children don't overstay their welcome. None of the residents house children. All children we see are visiting grandparents and families and things of that sort. So they receive temporary visas. I hope to do a whole podcast episode, maybe even a video, on this, what I call Disneyland for old people, sometime maybe in the near future. So I was in the villages working at a local bookstore there, just looking at my computer, and I happened upon a small group. They called themselves the Village Idiots, and they were celebrating the holidays with a small gift giving session. During the gathering, one fellow stood up and he started reading a rather funny holiday letter. As I was listening to this letter, I thought that you, my listeners, might also enjoy listening to this letter. It was funny. So I decided to mix it up a bit with this group called the Village Idiots and see if they would give me permission to share this letter I was listening to with you, my audience. This letter was written by Marshall Cohen, a 77-year-old who participated in this village idiot celebration of gift-giving. But then I got to thinking, and as most people who know me know, me thinking is not always a safe thing to do. Now, I was thinking, well, this demographic change that we're in the middle of, 
will be affecting so many things. And one of the things that it will be affecting is age-related comedy. Uh, comedians always have a unique way of looking at the world and twisting things this way and that way to come up with humorous conclusions. And our joke tellers have a way of reflecting life around us with the same types of twists. It seems to me that so much of what we feel about aging is contained in our age-related humor. Ask yourself, doesn't our humor provide another path for us to learn even if we are unaware of that learning? Could it be that we also learn what is culturally right and wrong through our humor as well? Now, I'm not the comedian that I aspire to be since my thinking, although possibly unique, is still rather linear and predictable. So I decided to go searching for age-related humor to throw into this episode in addition to the holiday letter, Marshall's holiday letter that I like to read. But I didn't want to collect a bunch of jokes just to rattle them off to you. I'm more interested in exploring if our humor can unknowingly transmit cultural stereotypes to us through our funny bone. That is, to the humor that is around us. We learn easily when we are laughing, sometimes, perhaps maybe a bit too easy. Our guard is down. So I would like you, the listener, to be the judge as to whether the levity that you will find in this episode helps or hurts the message of grow older, never grow old. And you can leave your feedback and opinions on the show notes page for this episode. Let us know how the humor around us helps or hurts an aware and empowered aging consciousness in our culture. And you can find the show notes page for today's episode at the following URL. InnerGameOfAging.com IGA20 so with that long-winded introduction out of the way, let's see if we can find some wholesome laughs in today's material. The first example of age-related humor that I'll give you today will be Marshall Cohn's holiday letter. I referred to Marshall a few minutes ago when I was talking about the village idiot celebration that they were having. And, well, I've enhanced Marshall's letter just a little bit for reasons that, uh, well, I guess I don't understand why I've enhanced it a, a bit. But perhaps the modifications I've made will reflect my own internal stereotypical struggles. But again, I want you to be the judge of that. I have an image of the original note handed to me by Marshall on my show notes page. You can compare that original with what you will hear now to do your own analysis on my thinking. And now I give you Marshall Cohn's holiday letter with a few enhancements from me.
It is that time of year for my usual dumb holiday letter to let you know just how I am doing. Growing old is a pain in the neck. Also in the shoulders, elbows, hips, lower back, knees, just take your pick. Would you believe in November I turned 84? I am finally over the hill on a downward slope, picking up speed. So it is with some concern that I suspect that my brakes are giving out. I think I am old enough now to forget that I don't remember forgetting. My brain is like the Bermuda Triangle. What goes in frequently does not come out. So I want my kids to have everything that I could not afford because, well, I'm intending to moving in with them. I've noticed that my recent pictures really no longer do me justice. Each time I look at them, they all seem to look just like me. Oh well, it will soon be time for happy hour, where I will take that hour-long nap that I deserve. By the way, I decided to do some research and bought a book on memory loss. Now I just need to remember where that thing is. Where did I put that? I met Sandy, my current girlfriend, in June of 2014, and we are still growing strong. One reason is, well, I wear the pants in our relationship. She just tells me which pair, when we go, where we go, and many times where I should go. But with her, I feel young, perhaps because I don't recall her having a birthday at all in the past 10 years. She likes me to be looking my best, and she bought a book for me about hair loss. Unfortunately, the pages keep falling out. I have a hard time reading this. She does keep putting words in my mouth, though, but she denies this since she thinks my foot is being being there makes it too difficult for other things to fit in. But I always have the last word in our disagreements. The words are typically like, I'm sorry, yes, you're right again, and things of that sort. I like to have friends over for dinner, and usually I give them a choice. They can either take it, or they can leave it. And by the way, if they take it, they must sign a liability waiver. Despite being inept at it, I put a lot of love into my cooking these days. A lot of tough love, especially on the pot roast. I'm so bad, I think the other day I burned my sushi. I'm pretty sure that book, The Joy of Cooking, that was just fiction. I followed a pecan pie recipe, but I was confused in that It didn't say anything about removing the shells. And I've also noticed that my sloppy joes, they come out very neat. And the salmon I cook continues to come out kind of salmonella. But all of that aside, today is the oldest you have ever been, yet the youngest you will ever be. So please make the best of it. 
Being kind, caring, and helpful is a language that even the deaf can hear and the blind can see. So never miss a chance to make someone happy. That is the holiday letter that was read at this village celebration, and I thought it was very funny. But I took a step back and wanted to explore inside of myself just what message is that letter giving about our growing old or older. Then I started to look around some more, around the web and other places, to get a tone for what the humor was saying about growing older and elderly people and things of that sort. And it seemed to fall into a category, a group. Almost all of the humor that's out there deals with older people trying to master their own forgetfulness. Generally speaking, most of the jokes seem to suggest that our forgetter is getting better by the years and that our rememberer is getting broke. Here goes just one example of that. Two elderly ladies had been friends since their 30s. Now they were in their 80s and they still got together a couple of times a week to play cards. One day they were playing gin rummy and one of them said, You know, we have been friends for many, many years, and please don't get mad or think ill of me, but for the life of me, I can't seem to remember your name. In full embarrassment, I must must ask you, can you please tell me what it is? Her friend glared at her for a moment. She continued to glare. Moments turned into minutes. She stared stared at her for at least three minutes. And finally, she said, how soon do you need to know? Most all the jokes that I had encountered, and I, there were some funny ones there. I laughed at quite a few. They all seemed to center around the, our ability to have strong forgetters and weak rememberers. Please pardon me for making up words right on the spot. Another common focus for age-related humor is our aging bodies. This has been the subject of many, many jokes that I find. Things like whatever we're wearing needs ironing because of the wrinkles and all the such stuff. A friend of mine came back from a cruise recently where there were two comedians. The first comedian I'll describe handled uh, aging in its normal fashions, in the way we normally hear it in our culture. He focused on our aging bodies. So he was poking fun at the image of the modern-day older man on the beach. With a bigger belly and thinner legs, I'm sure you can see a few funny images in there that could spark a fertile imagination to chuckle a bit. But he said that lying down, these older men remind him of two snakes, the legs, trying to eat a big elephant, the belly. 
I chuckled at the imagery that was conjured up in my mind. It seemed funny to me, and I gave a, a audible chuckle. So the two largest areas about aging that spark most of the humor that I have found is failing memories and aging bodies. However, on that same cruise, another comedian took an entirely different approach that showed a bit of insight. Of course, when it comes to being a comedian, delivery is everything. And I can't claim the delivery of a practiced comedian. But see if you can follow this imagery with me here. His entire show was comparing 60-year-olds to 20-year-olds in several aspects and making twists and turns that always seemed to favor the 60-year-old. As an example, he was pointing to a 20-year-old and saying, I am 60 years old. You are 20. But I can easily date a woman 10 years younger than me. I don't think you can or should be saying the same. I win. Now, this comedian goes on to point out in rather humorous ways that the pool of women that he can cast his net on is so much wider than that of the 20-year-old. How many 20-year-olds do you know that are looking for 45-year-old women? How many 60-year-olds do you know that are looking for 45-year-old women? There is also the story of a young construction worker mouthing off to a much older construction worker about how strong he was. After a bit of this, the older worker decides to challenge the younger worker and goes over and says, I bet you I can put something in that wheelbarrow that you cannot pull back. The young worker was intrigued and thought, that's not possible. So he took the older man on the bet. Smiling, the older man rolled up his sleeves, wheeled the barrow over to the younger worker and said to him, would you please get in the wheelbarrow? The young man knew he had been beaten, not with brawn, but with wisdom, a trait of the older. We all need a good laugh, but laughter has many tones and underpinnings, and many of those tones and underpinnings are unseen by us and therefore cannot be critically evaluated by us. They sneak into our consciousness unawares because of our laughter. I can't be so presumptuous and arrogant as to think that the labels that I see embedded in our humor are true stereotypes being handed to us along unseen paths. After all, our humor teaches us many things, much of it good, but not all of it. So I reflected on the following question. Does the embedded labels in our humor affect us? Furthermore, is this something that can truly be answered on only an individual basis, 
Or should we be trying to look at this from a cultural perspective as well? I would love to know how you see all of this. If you have any clarifying perspective on how we might see our age-related humor, then please share this thinking on the show notes page for this episode. And of course, you can find the show notes page at innergameofaging.com forward slash IGA20. I read each and every comment and encourage any feedback you have. We're always looking for ways to improve, especially while we are so young. There's so many ways that we can improve. All it takes is just a spark from your suggestion to get us thinking along those lines. So visit the show notes page to see what we have new for you there. And I want to personally acknowledge those that have signed up to receive updates from the website. Each person who subscribes to the website directly helps to spread the message of grow older, not old. You can also connect with me directly using email lee at innergameofaging.com or you can get hold of me on Twitter at Lee Moat, no spaces. So until next time. Thanks for listening to the Inner Game of Aging podcast with Lee Mowat. Check out more content by going to theinnergameofaging.com. That's theinnergameofaging.com. Stay with us as we learn the many ways of being older without growing old.